everyone. Welcome back to the Figured Out Podcast. I'm Natasha. And my name is Emma. And we're so glad you guys are joining us for another Figured It Out episode today. Yes. And today, guys, we are figuring out a really important question. Yes. <laughs> no, this is... Some of you may have already been, like, very amply involved in this conversation. But, like, basically what conversations we have in real life just transfer over to this podcast. Every or time. vice versa, to true, be honest. True, true. Um, but I've had the... I, I had this question yesterday. Was it just yesterday? Yeah. And I asked Natasha and a few other roommates, and now I just want to put it out to the world. If you got $100... One no, thousand, sorry, yeah. sorry, 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 sorry. Restart. If you got one grand for every, like, normal-sized Snickers bar you could eat, how many could you eat? Here are some rules and stipulations. That have, like, been added after yeah. hours of debate on this. Right, because, like, that is, like, a very broad conversation. Yeah. You have to eat a Snicker bar every five minutes. So once I finish a Snicker bar, a new timer starts, and I have to complete another one before the five minutes is up. I think that's so doable. Okay, but for how long? And here's the thing. If you throw up, you lose it all. So you have to stop before you throw up. How many do you think you could do? Okay, so when I was originally asked this question, you guys, I said 50. And I just was like, but no chance. It's also, I will say, it's been a long time since I've had a Snickers bar. However, I still think I could probably do around 20. That's a lot. Maybe like, even more. I don't know. It's yeah. just like I want to test this, but I don't want to like get right. that sick also, without like the, you know, $1,000 yeah. on the line yeah, for everyone. Also, there's no donor that's <laughs> going to give you a grand for every Snicker bar you eat. However, if someone wants to sponsor that for the next Figured It Out episode and you want Emma and I to have a challenge to see who can, you know, like yeah. make it to that number, mm-hmm. um, we, we invite you to. Yeah. Like, My number is 15. And I know like I wouldn't feel great eating 15 Snicker bars, but for 15 grand, I would. Well, that's the thing. It's like one of our friends said six, and it's like you could push yourself past six. We're not saying this is going to be a pleasant experience, Yeah. but I'm sure like if you were getting $1,000 for each one you ate, you would make yourself do it. Exactly. Like, yeah. I So we'll <laughs> we'll throw a little like Dropbox number thing on Instagram. Please respond to it. We'd love to know your feedback, your thoughts. It's going to be kind of hard to explain that on Instagram. I know. I know. We'll just tell people they have to like listen to the segment of the podcast and then respond there. But um, yeah, ask your friends and family. Let us know what they say too. We just really want to get a feel for, you know, like what the, what the world thinks of, of Snicker bars. Yeah. I don't know. I have, I currently have a hundred Snicker bars, king size Snicker bars in my room. So. And that's what prompted this. Yeah. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Anyways, that is not. <laughs> could you imagine figuring out how many Snicker <laughs> bars you can the eat whole for one hundred thousand dollars each? <laughs> oh um, my gosh! That is the podcast. No, today we're talking actually about quitting a job or leaving a job, ending a job, whatever v- verb. Yeah, verb however you want to phrase you that. Throw in there. Yeah, but just like leaving a job, how to do that well? Like we're not talking about should you leave your job. Like at this point, you've already decided you're leaving. So mm-hmm. how do you do it well? Yeah. And for context, so Emma and I have both, um, each of us have quit a professional job, Mm -hmm. which some of you might be like, wait, Natasha, when did that happen? But um, as of Friday, so the the weekend before this podcast um, releases, Mm -hmm. I actually had my last day with my organization. And so that's part of like the prompting of this, of Mm -hmm. just sharing kind of lessons learned that we had um, over both of our experiences Mm -hmm. and then talking with some of our friends have also done that. Exactly. But um, really, like Emma said, like, how do you do that well? Because it is a difficult process Mm -hmm. and there's a lot to figure out. And if you've never done it before, it's just like, it is a bit overwhelming. Incredibly. And like, this was both of our first times leaving a professional job. Mm -hmm. And so we had never done that before. We had no clue how to do it. And, like, both really nervous. We both had very different experiences, too. And so 
every experience is going to be different. Like, we're, we're very yeah. much so not, like, this is how it works because my experience was different than Natasha's, which, like, we were talking with our roommate before recording this, and hers was very different, too. And so every job is different. Every company has policies, whatnot, but here's the our two cents. Yeah, exactly. And, like, I think throwing in other differences, like, we recognize that everyone's leaving for different reasons. Mm-hmm. And, like, that plays a huge factor of whether you're leaving on more, like, of good terms initially or if this has been, like, something where it's super sudden or, you yeah. know, negative. Like, we recognize there's inherent, like, difficulties to navigate. Yeah, honestly. And emotions and all right. of that and expectations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We didn't talk as much about that. We, we don't – we haven't talked about that before, Tosh, of, like, some people are leaving a job literally – for no other reason than, like, I need to move back to Alaska to take care of the family farm. Yeah. You know? And, like, that's not very much, like, on your company. Mm-mm. But, like, for me, when I left, it was, like, hey, a new opportunity that, like, I just – it's, like, my dream job right now showed up. Like, so, like, very much so, again, not on the company, but mm-hmm. just, like, a different offer. Like, but some people leave their jobs because it's, like, a toxic work environment. Exactly. Or, like, they just don't want to be in that field of work anymore. And so there's always different reasons, and that does frame your conversation differently. It really does. And so we're not saying, like, why you should quit or, you know, we'll give you some best ideas of, like, how to do mm-hmm. that. But really, like, recognizing that these are tips to tailor then to mm-hmm. your individual conversations or to your individual experience. Right. Because there is just so much, di- so many dynamics that go into that. Exactly. So today we're doing, like, the who, what, where, why, whens, but we're getting rid of a few because we just <laughs> couldn't apply. fit them in. But we're starting off with when do you share that you're quitting? When, when do you quit? When do you break the news and all of that kind of stuff? Mm-hmm. And starting off, like, you might just have a company policy that dictates that for you. Yeah, I think that's something I actually went and reread like our handbook when we mm-hmm. first started or when I first was like, all right, I know I'm going to be quitting in the next month or so. And like, what does that look like? And they didn't have like a super prescriptive thing of like, mm-hmm. this is what needs to happen. And so that was um, left it a lot up to like, OK, the standard two weeks are what a lot of people do yep. um, just so that you have kind of the time to wrap things mm-hmm. up. But it wasn't like um, written out as far as yeah. like this is how it's supposed to look. But some right. people do have that. Yeah, and my prior job did not have that either. Um, but I did do the standard two weeks too. Some might be like effective immediately if it's like if you're not going to be working on this project long term, we don't want you on this project anymore. Yeah. Some might some some places do take a lot longer, and I think like the higher the position in a way, like if you're the senior VP of sales, like. That just might be a lot longer time you need to have the company aware of your transition out. I don't really know. Don't really. Well, yeah. I think like you're looking when it comes to like when you should share that you're leaving. You're looking for enough time to get things done that you're working on, right? Mm-hmm. To have that transition. But also, I mean, I know a lot of times like when you um, when you sign a contract to work with another company, they want you to start as soon as possible. Yeah. And so that's a difficult dynamic too, mm-hmm. where it's like all right, like, when can you start, you know, next yep. week? And it's like, well, I, I need to, like, finish this out. And so I think, like, mm-hmm. a two weeks is a good balance yeah. into the fact that your current company would like to keep you as long as possible to, like, wrap yeah. things up. Your new company would like you to start as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, one of our, our friends, actually, just this last fall, she accepted a, a teaching job, and it was very last minute kind of into, I think they, it was, like, a week before this um, semester started. Yeah. And they were like, can you start, like, bef- you know, now so that you're there mm-hmm. with our class before? And she was just like, well, I have to finish things at my current job. I can't just turn around that quickly like that right. and leave them without any, you know, heads up mm-hmm. or, or um, ability to get things in, in order. And so there is, like, that dynamic that you're trying to weigh out mm-hmm. of really giving your no- yourself enough time to – um, put your company in a good place, but also then to navigate going to the next spot. Yeah. What does that look like? Exactly. And like you said, that typically kind of lands in two weeks. I 
personally, this isn't really related to quitting a job. I think it's really good to have like a, a week between the start or the end of your one job and the start of your new job. But that that is three weeks between like if you accept a job and you have mm-hmm. to do your two weeks of work and your week off. Um, because yeah, my company was like, as soon as you can start, we'll have you. And I yeah. was like, okay, well I have to do two weeks and I do want a week off. And so like they had to basically almost wait a month after offering the job to me. Which I will say, if you feel pressured by your company that you're accepting an offer to, to like immediately quit your job and, and start there. I, I think people, when they want to hire you, are going to wait that yes. nearly month. You know, they're yeah. not like just going to be like, oh, since you can't start tomorrow, we're not right. going to hire you. Exactly. So there is very much like people know that this mm-hmm. is the routine. This is like kind of the protocol that most people are good with. Mm-hmm. And they're going, both companies are going to respect that. The one you're yeah. leaving, the one you're going to. Exactly. And so like, you might not know if your company has a policy. Maybe they do, and, like, you just weren't paying attention in onboarding because who thinks about quitting their <laughs> yeah, job exactly. the first day when they're going through the HR policies? But um, kind of think that. Also, just, like, scheduling. Like, so when do you schedule that? When do you tell them? Like, now we're talking, like, time of day, what day of the week, like, all of that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. How do you – what did you do? Okay, well, it got to the point where I was just, like, I need to say something, and I was going to say something actually earlier. Mm-hmm. I was going to give them three weeks' notice. Um, because we started planning so much for like our next, um, phase, like our event that's coming up Mm -hmm. and like, um, for a strategy session this summer. And it was like, do these dates work for you, Natasha? And like, okay, what role will each person have in this event? And I just was like, I, it was a lot of pressure to be like, yeah, this works for me. But like knowing the whole time, like, I'm not going to be there for the strategy session. And like, they're trying to, you know, accommodate employees. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you don't need to worry about me, you know? Yeah. But I think like something it's hard when you're like mid projects or mid calendaring to be like, how do I navigate the fact that I won't be here anymore? Yeah. And I do think it's nice to be able to have that conversation sooner than later for mm-hmm. that reason. But yeah, then there's this, just the logistics of like, when do you like, I don't know, mm-hmm. is it better in the morning or the evening? Yeah. Um, like beginning of the week, end of the week type of thing. We did. I think we did complete opposites. I did Monday morning. Okay. What did you do? I did Thursday morning, but I it was a Thursday um, before Good Friday, Friday, so I didn't yeah. have to work Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to do end of day, but it didn't work out because my boss's schedule was so full, mm-hmm. and I was so nervous for what that rest yeah. of the day would be like. So I was like, it might be so awkward, mm-hmm. like just being like, "All right, here yeah. it is. I'm gonna quit," and like yeah. the weight of that for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. Right. My my similar. I was like, as soon as I knew, as soon as I had accepted the job, mm-hmm. so I accepted it on like a Friday, and I was like, I have to tell him as soon as I can. Yeah. And so to me, it was just like Monday morning. Hey, can we talk? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's such a horrible like. Hey, I know. No, never good oh, words. Yeah. Okay. So, um, time of day. I guess just like, whatever works for you. Yeah. Whatever actually works for anyone else. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, that kind of leads into the next scene of, like, who needs to know? Yeah. Because that's really the next question of, like, you've decided you're going to quit, right? Mm-hmm. You've kind of picked the day that it should be or yeah. time-wise. But then it's just, like, who needs to know? Like, lining up those conversations mm-hmm. to happen. Yeah. Um, I think, like, first off, it's, like, your boss, your supervisor, like, your immediate or direct reports mm-hmm. or whoever whoever you're meeting with that weekly. I think most jobs, honestly, have, like, one-on-ones at some point where, like, they meet with their supervisor. I think that's a great time also when we're going back to when. It's, like, during that time. Yeah. Um, or just stuff like that. Yeah, because it's already pre-scheduled. Mm-hmm. I think one thing to keep in mind is, like, if that's the person that you need to tell first, like, don't tell other people. Yeah. As much as possible. I I'll just, like, you don't I, – I had a really – it was funny. My coworker and I laughed about it afterwards. Mm-hmm. But um, like the Monday or Tuesday before I was going to quit, one of my coworkers called me and was like, hey, I, I have some tips on how to like navigate your position, like do this well and all mm-hmm. of that. 
And I and he was like sharing this. He's really enthusiastic, and I just like couldn't respond with yeah. like the same. And he's like, "So what are your thoughts?" And I was like, "Well, you know, like we'll see." Mm-hmm. And I guess apparently he after that conversation told his wife, he's like, "That was just such a one sided conversation." Interesting. And oh and so, but then he goes when um, they announced that I was leaving, he just started laughing because we were talking about it after. He's like, "Oh, it all made sense. You know, of course you couldn't say anything." And and I told him I was like, "I just wanted to respect my boss in that and mm-hmm. not like say anything to yeah. someone else." before she knew Mm -hmm. and we're also such a small company that's like well (laughs) if you tell one person you've told everyone but um it just was Mm -hmm. like something where you know I he was really good natured about it afterwards and completely Mm understood so I think like people know that that's kind of the protocol to follow and like they're not gonna be upset with you for not telling them before you tell your supervisor yeah I think that's the best place to start you don't want them to hear it from anyone but yourself Mm -hmm. but then after that unless like they request it which I don't know if it's necessarily right of them to request it like you can start telling your coworkers, especially the people you're working on projects with and the people that you sit and have lunch with every day like they should get to know too yeah and so then like that's a great starting point to filter down and telling everyone else yeah i when i left my job so like there was my team that i worked with and so everyone knew this same day that i was leaving but then there was so many other people in the office and like not directly on my team but just like other people around which unique work situation but like Throughout the week, like, there was different levels of, like, okay, now you get to know. Now you'll know. Now you'll know. Okay, it's my last day. I'm going to tell you. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it just kind of, like, filtered out through, like, the last two weeks of my job of, like, I don't know, not importance, but just, like, okay, this more affects you. I'm going to be leaving or stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. Well, and this is something, too, that we didn't really talk about pre-podcast, but, like, you and I both worked with a lot of people outside of our organization mm-hmm. as our job. When did you tell those people that you were leaving? Um... Well, so I worked with clients. This was with real estate. And so if I could finish up any, like, I didn't need to tell the ones that, like, I was working with that wouldn't be affected because there was lots of closings or whatnot prior to me leaving. Um, Honestly, I I can't even remember really. There wasn't as many as, like, it was just, it was actually, like, the timing of it just worked really well. Mm. But I think, like, my boss and I both did like, Hey, Emma's going to be leaving. So I'm going to be taking over this for you. And then I would like say like, it's been great working with you. Um, like my boss said, they'll be taking over or something like that. Yeah. I kind of had something where I waited because I work with obviously like a lot of state legislators. And Mm so all of those relationships, like I'm ongoing, we're in the middle of session, which was unfortunate timing. Like Mm -hmm. I would have loved to finish that out before leaving. But there were a lot of like conversations that already kind of like, they expect that I'm going to be in this job, Mm -hmm. you know, through the end of session. And so I just went over and for like an entire day, like my version of lobbying was just telling people that I was leaving and like yeah. kind of what you said, like, but this is who's going to be handling mm-hmm. these conversations. Obviously, we're still here and like present. Mm-hmm. And um, and that was something that like I thought about doing earlier, but I'm glad I waited mm-hmm. until like so that was the last week that I yeah. did that. And one of the legislators was joking with me. He's like, what, you're leaving? He's like, ah, I'm not going to listen to you anymore that if you're, if you're not actually going to be here. And I was like, see, this is why I'm not, t-, you know, like joking with them, why I'm not telling you earlier. Um, yeah. Anyways, but I think like that was something where it worked out well enough that like I didn't lose any credibility mm-hmm. or people weren't like, oh, well, we're yeah. not going to listen to you because you're leaving. I think that's a very valid reason. And like also to say like, hey, I'm leaving, but it's not like the company did anything wrong. Yeah. And so it was, it was a lot of like confidence. Like for me, it was like, hey, I'm leaving, but I just got this really cool job. And I, I remember telling a lot of our clients about the job I'm working on. And so it was like, oh, it's not like you don't like working with these people or you think there's something wrong with the organization. It's like, hey, if I could have, I, I used, I said the phrase, this, this phrase a lot. If you could have full two full-time jobs, I would. 
mm-hmm. just because like I didn't want the organization to be like painted negatively or me saying like I left because I didn't want to work with them um but just like this new job came up so yeah I think like how you tell them um is important too. I think so too mm-hmm. and I think I guess like taking stock of who those people are in your jobs mm-hmm. I mean there were some people too that I don't like regularly interact with but it was just like oh this person needs to know and it's so, like mm-hmm. making a list of like okay who did you plan on following up with in June you yeah. know like those type of people mm-hmm. and really making sure everyone's prepared and like up to exactly. date on those conversations exactly and that transition just kind of we're already peeking into like how do you share that you're leaving uh, because that's like the hardest part yeah. honestly like you've so worked intimidating. up so much <laughs> to like I'm leaving this job but like now it's like okay I just there's nothing else to do but actually do it mm-hmm so, and I think oftentimes, like, you want to do this in person. Like, you don't just send an email and saying, like, hey, I'm done. Bye. I mean, maybe Do people do, do that? I, I mean, there's some companies that, like, that's just probably what you have to do. Like, if you're yeah. working virtually. True. Or, like, if it's all just, like, e, e Yeah, stuff. if you're not really interacting yeah, with them. Yeah, but, like, mm-hmm. I mean, the, both the jobs we've left, we go to the, we went to the office for. Yeah. And so, um, I don't think it's just typically writing out something. I think it's like a in-person or at least video call. Like Mm -hmm. it happens. Yeah. And that's something too, that I think like looking at your handbook, like sometimes there are protocols of like, Mm -hmm. what, what are the steps to quitting? And like, how do you communicate that? For me, I was asked in, when I told them that like, Hey, I'm going to be resigning. And like, this is, Mm -hmm. um, kind of you know, my two week notice type of thing. They were like, okay, the only, I asked like, is there any formal written thing that you need from me? Or Mm -hmm. what are the next steps to do that officially? And they were just like, we just need an email saying that you're, you're quitting and when your last day will be for our records. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't like you have to write a resignation letter, but I know some people do want that. Yeah. Our roommate had to write a resignation letter, which is something like you don't really practice in school. Like you know how many skills classes we took where like we like have your resume cover letter. We'll practice interviewing. You'll do an elevator pitch. They never once said like, here's how you write a resignation letter. No. And so I, and I didn't have to write a resignation letter. You didn't either. So it's like, Mm -mm. we don't, we still don't know how to. And like, I don't think there's really a whole lot of art and skill to it. Like it's just like, yo, I'm In some ways too, it's like, okay, cover letter, you like are putting so much effort into it because you want to impress them. But like a resignation letter, it's like, honestly, well, what what are you going to do? You know? yeah um but again we're focused on leaving well so that's not the perspective we're having okay so Mm -hmm. how else do you share that conversation with people Uh, i think you just start crying (laughs) i was so scared that i was going to because i don't do good with confrontation and i was just really intimidated the thought of like having to be like okay Mm -hmm. i'm quitting and like this is bad timing and Mm -hmm. i know you don't want me to like and it's just like that was a really intimidating Mm -hmm. thing to go and do yeah see like I would say like script it out a little bit like have an idea of what you're gonna say Mm -hmm. I practice I like I said I I left my job on a Monday um I practiced all weekend to my roommates and just like how I was gonna say it I got into the room I said hey can we talk they're like yeah what's up I didn't even get a word out and I just broke and then like one of them just got up shut the door I was like is everything okay I was like, no, I have to leave. Like, on, it wasn't professional. <laughs> and so I don't know why I'm here giving advice on how to leave a job well. But, like, I was just so sad to leave. Like, I loved yeah. that job. But, like, I also was just so excited for this new job. And, like, I knew this was the next step in my career. But um, I did get back to my script. So, like, have a script. Have what you're going to say. Like, know what you're going to say. Mm-hmm. Um, giving your reasons or giving explanation. Um, knowing that, like, probably there's two weeks more of like time to say anything more you need to but like you want to have that conversation well yeah I think you really want to know like you're going to communicate why you're leaving right when you're leaving Mm -hmm. and like and oftentimes people want to know like oh like what's next type Mm -hmm. of thing like so those three things were all like that I had kind of Mm -hmm. pre-scripted 
and had those. But like, yeah, the idea that you still have two weeks left is really important to keep in mm-hmm. mind because I think if you're leaving, not because, oh, I love this company, you know, like, mm-hmm. and like your situation, which was really a positive experience and mm-hmm. like you didn't have any hard feelings and there weren't any reasons that, yeah. that like drove you from that company. Mm-hmm. If you are someone where it's like, okay, well, like these are hard things that I experienced. This is why I'm quitting. Mm-hmm. And like, how do you communicate that? And when do you do that? And I always say that's not what you say in that first initial, like, mm-hmm. hey, I'm going to be leaving yeah. conversation. Mm-hmm. But also most companies offer an exit interview or require yeah. an exit interview. Mm-hmm. And that's something where I think you save um, you save those conversations and maybe you don't say them at that mm-hmm. point. But recognizing, yeah. like, you don't want to make this situation mm-hmm. difficult for your last two weeks. Exactly. And so, like, physically, how do you quit? I, I'm, like, I'm a cushioner. I write wordy emails. So, to me, it was, like hey, like, I love working with this company and I really didn't want to leave anytime soon, but a new opportunity came up and I am, like, I'm going to be leaving. And that's my three minute. Unfortunately, you can't have two full-time jobs at once, so I'm going to take that position. Like, it it was, to me, I couldn't walk in and say, hey, I'm leaving. It was like I had to have padding on both sides. Um, So that was my way of doing it. I'm sure other people are like, hey, I'm done. Two weeks, I'm out of here. Yeah. I don't know. I think it probably depends on personality. Mm-hmm. I very much cushioned it. I was yeah. like, thank you so much for this experience. Like, I've learned a lot in all of that, unfortunately. You know, yeah. I was just like very they, much. They know it's coming. I know. Like, why are you just randomly praising this company? <laughs> yeah, we don't but. normally, but ask for an official conversation. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so here's like a fence in the road, maybe. I don't know what the phrase is, but yeah. here, here's like, what if this happens? What if, like, are, what if they say, if we gave you a raise, would you stay? Mm. Or what would make you stay? Or is there anything we can do to have you remain here? And maybe you're 100% quitting because you need to go help your family farm in Alaska. Like, there's no skirting around that. But, like, I think it's important to know, like, okay, is this a 100% I'm leaving today being done in two weeks? Or is there a potential you're actually willing to stay? Yeah, that's a good question. I That was a question posed to me when I... Um, when I resigned, mm-hmm. they were like, okay, what would it take? Or I think it was like, what would make you um, come back or something mm-hmm. like that? And I just said, you know, like, I'm not interested in that right now. Um, but I think that is something to be prepared for because mm-hmm. maybe the issue like that you're leaving because of is because of, you know, not enough pay or is because of a difficult position. But if that position changed, mm-hmm. you know, title change or like raise a promotion, like all of those things could be factors that would keep you there. So yeah. I think knowing what you, why you're leaving mm-hmm. helps inform like what you would say to that conversation. Yeah. I would say though, don't ever go into that conversation like to get this raise. No. If you're not ready to potentially walk out leaving. Like, yeah. I don't think that's something you dangle in front and say like, hey, I'm quitting and expect them to say what will it take to stay? Mm-mm. Because what if they don't? Like, no. I think if you're in a position where you're like, oh, I'm not making enough money and I'm going to leave or start looking for another job because that you could communicate that of like, hey, just being honest, like in a one on one, like this is where I'm at. And like because Mm -hmm. of the situation, I I have to start looking for another job. Could Mm -hmm. we work for something to make this better? Mm -hmm. But I wouldn't say you go into, um, you know, hey, I'm leaving conversation with that goal in mind. Mm hmm. Exactly. And so I think know kind of where your boundaries are going into it. If you need to talk through that with someone too, like a significant other or spouse, like maybe it's good to be like, okay, so honey, what do I do (laughs) if this happens? Because if they're expecting you to come home, like leaving your job, you're like, actually, I did it. Like that might be a conversation to have prior. Mm -hmm. You know, like Natasha and I have those conversations. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) We do though, but um, no. I think, okay, another really, really important thing to know is like how to end that conversation. Because... 
Okay, guys, I blocked half an hour for this conversation. It took 45 seconds to say that I'm quitting. You know, and it's like, okay, well, now what? Like, we all have this free time on our calendar to sit and chat. But I think, like, you need to know, like, okay, what are you going to, like, say to wrap that up? Mm -hmm. Or um, ways to conclude even just what you're saying of, like, hey, yeah. I'm going to be leaving crickets you know like yeah. I, like what do you say to continue that conversation right. and so that could just be simple like all right so like do you have any questions like that's all I have planned to say but do you have any questions or follow-up for me yeah or something like what is the I think like maybe what you said like okay is there anything formal I need to do for this or what is the best way for me to use these next two weeks moving forward to, to leave one. you in the best spot like have kind of like an end thing so that you're not just sitting there and they're like oh okay and you're like yep and yeah. then you're just, like, in doing the awkward head nod towards each other. Exactly. I think, like, an ending that gives them a reason or, like, an easy response into that. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes they maybe see it coming. But yeah. if they're completely, like, blindsided by exactly. that, then at least they can be, like, okay, like, here's the next thing I can tell you. Versus, yeah. like, whoa, you're quitting. That's overwhelming to me as your boss. Honestly. Like, something like that. I think yeah. that's helpful. I think, yeah, remembering, like, you might be catching them off guard. It's like the, <laughs> the asking someone on a date and, like, realizing yeah, catching true. them off guard so they might not know how to answer. Like, it's just like that again. Like, you're mm -hmm. catching your boss supervisor off guard. So. Yeah. Okay. So that's how you leave. That's what you do. Okay, so, like, what needs to be done then? What needs to be done before you leave? I think personally, like, take stock of all the things that you need to, like, close out or pack up mm -hmm. or um, recognizing, like, you're not going to have access to your email right. or um, your work laptop. Like, mm -hmm. I, <laughs> I'm i not using that to podcast right now. You know, like, mm -hmm. there's just so many things like that that you need to look at, like, how do you need to um, clean that mm -hmm. up or, um, yeah. yeah, just take like, stock yeah, of. What documents are on there that yep. you have a right to take with you? Um, like, what, what have you been what emails what like honestly like your email inbox like what connections or mm -hmm. let's say you've been you know the secretary of your organization and you want to make sure you can stay in contact with her but that's your only way to i know that's a really silly example but like you're not gonna have access to like use your contacts even yeah. then or a, an email you saved with a funny picture that your coworker sent you that like you're not gonna be able to access those kind of things so like what do you need to just like take with you that you're allowed to take with you not and that's property. something too that you're gonna like yeah go through that whole checklist mm -hmm. with someone of like hey here's our yeah. hr responsibilities mm -hmm. this is what you can't take this is what you can yeah um this is what you need to return mm -hmm. type of thing or how you need to return things yeah um that's all things to figure out Honestly. um and it can be a little overwhelming yeah. but as we're talking now like i have no intention of leaving my company but i like i know what the property that they've given me like they give me a laptop carrier case you're like, where no, is that? I have no clue where that is. And I will have to turn that back in at some point if I leave. <laughs> I don't have intentions to leave if you're listening, boss. <laughs> but they're like, why is Emma making this yeah, podcast? Like, why is she looking for her? Uh, no. Oh. Um, okay, another piece, too, is, like, what, what HR pieces maybe do you need? Like, your retirement, like, information. Because, like, my retirement currently is set up through my work oh, email. Oh, yeah. And so... I'm not going to have access to that once I get rid of my work email. Granted, like, HR is going to help you offboard, um, and they're going to make sure that's taken care of, too. Mm -hmm. But, like, that or your insurance or just, like, things that um, you're going to need to have. Like, a lot of people, like, that I work with in my job, clients, like, or donors, use their work email for a lot of communication. Oh, so who are you going to need to, like, get your new email to? Because you're not going to be sending it from your at company.com email anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, so just something to think about and, like, setting up those auto things like, yep. hi, I no longer work for this company. My personal email is this if you want to reach me for a personal matter. Mm -hmm. For work-related matters, don't reach out to me. Reach out to this person. Yeah. I think those are all just things to, like, make a checklist of. And I 
I will say like two weeks goes by really quickly when once you've put in that resignation and, and slowly in a way. <laughs> I will say true. too, it's like okay, I'm not working for you anymore, so my projects are dwindling. But actually, go with what yeah. You're well, and it very much depends of like are you because yeah, you're not taking on any new projects. Mm-hmm. But I had a lot of like okay, transition things mm-hmm. to do. Yeah, and I think this is always so you know case by case. But like transition documents were took a ton of time of like mm-hmm. okay, what are best practices, and um, what are lessons learned, and how did you run this and who do people need like because I work with people at the legislature like I did profiles on each of them and talked mm-hmm. about what projects we have been on and all of these things that it's like okay hopefully someone else can use this information mm-hmm. we don't lose the progress that we've made yeah but I think like recognizing that like yeah to map out what needs to get done because mm-hmm. things will sneak up on you if you're working on stuff exactly. and there's always last minute like hey wait mm-hmm. we need this from you or where's right. that document or where's exactly. this so yeah well yeah documents all those like work related things or just like here's pa- the password to our Canva account yeah um, that I created or just how to's or like honestly like when I left it was like don't forget to water the plants here because I've been doing That's that for so the last funny. year you know and yeah like, if when I leave this plant's not gonna get watered unless someone else waters it and so just like yeah work things personal things and just like office things or yeah you, and maybe it's this freeing feeling of man someone else is gonna have to wipe out the microwave now don't forget you guys like I won't be here for that it might just be a little like what's the word um vindicating <laughs> yeah like yeah. that someone else will have to step up yeah, for that like, hmm, this microwave ain't gonna <laughs> clean itself now well okay this is a different example on that but like when you leave unless they have someone for your position like you are giving your job to someone else mm-hmm. and so that was something too like there's a lot of conversations that mm-hmm. go into like all right like who's gonna step up in this interim mm-hmm. period yeah and exactly. recognizing like you have to prepare them well yeah like leave them in a good place and I think like that's just what you want to do in general with this is like leaving your job boy scouts better than you found it mm-hmm. like you you want to have something good to show for your career or your, your time there and so if you can leave them better off than when you started and just like tee them up for success I think that's that's the mindset you want to have and I know that's probably hard when you're looking to a new, new opportunity or if you're really just done with the company but I think that's the professional thing to do and the right thing to do I completely agree yeah okay that is like the end of our um who what where why and when type of things but mm-hmm. we do have just like three other tips that are more don'ts yeah. <laughs> to keep in mind when you're leaving mm-hmm. um yeah uh first one don't overpromise your commitment after you leave mm-hmm. like I think when I was leaving, I was like, don't worry, I'll still be around to help. Like, I can do this, I can do that, and, like, I can help at this. And, like, I did help at some things, but also, like, I forgot that I was starting another full-time job. Yeah. And, like, I had other things to do. Not that I didn't want to help out my old company, but just, like, you can't – you don't know what your next phase is going to look like, so don't overpromise that. Um, and also, I think, just, like, understand that they're going to be fine. I don't, For like, sure. have, don't have too much pride in being, like, this company's going to crash and burn without me. Like – they're going to be just fine. Everyone's replaceable. <laughs> it's a sad truth, but it's true. Humbling, um, humbling exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's really easy in the moment to, like, soften the blow almost mm-hmm. by being like, well, I can be around for this, or I can help volunteer at that. Mm-hmm. And, oh, if you have any questions, I can always answer that. And, like, sure, you're going to be there because you're mm-hmm. a good person, right? And if they do have a question of, like, hey, where do we find that document? Like, you, you're willing to help with that. But I don't think you should, like, be super eager to – promise things Mm -hmm. because like you said like life is moving on and Mm -hmm. one they're gonna find someone else to do your job right but two you're gonna be starting another job or you're Mm -hmm. gonna be doing something new and so to say that you're gonna continue being a person that is a part of that organization Mm -hmm. when you're just not because you're stepping back from that you're leaving it like I think it's something that's important to keep in mind exactly all right the next don't in our other tips (laughs) 
Oh, yes. It, don't negatively, negatively portray your company. Mm-hmm. And I think, again, like if you're leaving because of harder a harder situation, right? Mm-hmm. Like maybe there was a difficult company culture or maybe there was a difficult person you worked with. Like whatever that dynamic might be mm-hmm. that is causing you to leave, it's not just because you got this great new job, right? Mm-hmm. And I think like maybe your company knows that that's why you're leaving, right? Is because it is a harder place for you to mm-hmm. work. I think other people don't necessarily need to do that or mm-hmm. need to know that. And so really making sure that you're not putting your company in a bad mm-hmm. light. Um, because recognizing, like, it's a small world, and mm-hmm. you're probably going to cross paths with them again. You might even need to work with them in, in yeah. sometime in the future. So keeping that in mind of, like, this is not just because you're being a gracious person and leaving mm-hmm. well, but also because you're prepping your future well. And, exactly. like, your career is not going to be isolated away from this company. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then our last one is just, like, don't be petty. And I think that ties into the last one Tosh just talked about. Um, but just, like, I know you're leaving, and I know there's, uh, like, there's probably things that you're really excited to be done with, but, like, understand that that's still happening in the company or whatnot. Like, just don't be a petty person Mm because that's, like, a really bad taste to leave in someone's mouth. Yeah. Kind of, like, along that, too, like, don't check out before you're done. Honestly. Like, don't not contribute to your staff Mm -hmm. meetings. Don't not, like, be involved in conversations about planning. Mm -hmm. Like, you still have something to bring in those last two weeks. Yeah, And so to just be like, ah, I'm done. I'm, like, hands-off type Mm -hmm. of thing. Sure, maybe that is for some projects because it has to be, right? Mm -hmm. But also, I I think you're still an employee. Like, you quitting those two weeks doesn't mean that you've quit, Mm -hmm. right? That's still a process that you're going through, so don't check out. I think, like, if I was an employer or just, like, a someone else on the team when someone was quitting and, like, we're in our team meetings and they're still like, okay, how can I – what else would be best? Like, I know this is my expertise. Here's what I know. I think that's so admirable. Mm -hmm. Like, I would just, like, as that person was contributing and, like, helping us be better as an organization, I would just, like, wow, thank you so much. Like, Like, I think that's a very admirable quality. Yeah, I agree. So those are our tips on how to quit, um, how to make that go mm-hmm. pleasantly, and hopefully how to like set you up for a really good post-work relationship with mm-hmm. your employer. Yeah. And I think like that maybe like just leads us into we also wanted to give a life update because you're probably like, why is Tosh leaving? What's next? Like, what is she doing? And so like, do you want to just take a few minutes and explain? Yes. Okay. So kind of crazy, guys, but I'm going to be going out to Colorado for two months, um, starting in two weeks, <laughs> which is also a little overwhelming. But mm-hmm. I'm going to be staffing at Summit Ministries, which is a camp in um, Colorado, um, near Colorado Springs. And uh will be there as, yeah, one of their staffers. And so you're welcome to come visit Colorado and hang out with me for a little bit. Um, but don't worry, the podcast is still going to continue while I'm gone. We're going to um, still be producing episodes. So mm-hmm. you can stay tuned for that and, and hear about things um, through that. But yep. yeah. Yeah, it's very, very sad. Natasha is leaving again and it's just so sad. But we've made it through once. We can do it again. I was talking with my sister because, so she moved to Hawaii and mm-hmm. she was like, Natasha, I just miss you so much. And I just mm-hmm. don't know why I'm here. And like, and not in like a negative way, but she's like, I just always moved so far away because she moved to Belgium mm-hmm. um, after high school. And it just is like, my family cannot stay still it's in this state. Quality. It is. I know. And it drives us crazy because we don't like to leave, but we also just love to like, I know, the but adventure. don't be friends with Trinidad. <laughs> they leave. <laughs> no, but they always come back. But we come back. We come back. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's only going to be seven weeks. So 49 days. I don't know how many hours. I haven't done that math yet. <laughs> I will. No, um, no I'm going to miss everyone. And mm-hmm. it is going to actually, it, it will be hard. Yeah. And so, there's like the excitement of something new, but mm-hmm. also the dauntiness of like, hey, I'm missing out on really good time with a lot of good people. Mm-hmm. So 
We yeah. will miss Natasha, but don't worry. Every Monday you can um, hear her voice, um, and we will continue to have the Figure It Out podcast. Yes, so. for sure. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to throw this in right now as I am sitting in our studio and I'm looking. We still have some Figure It Out merch. Um, not as much as we used to, but like we have a few more shirts, like maybe a few size, a few of each size. And so there isn't a formal way to go about getting that. But if you guys want to message um, the podcast via um, the Anchor app or if you want to text any of us or reach out on our social media, we would love to um, sell our merch still. We have just a few sizes and a few of each size left, um, and we'd love to get them out for you guys to wear um, and rep the podcast. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I think that's all that we have for you guys today. Mm-hmm. It is. So, you guys, thank you again so much for listening to the podcast and being a part of the Figure It Out community, and we will catch you back next week. Bye.